what is up guys welcome back to another episode of unapologetically spoken by yours truly yoda duck today i have two very special guests in the building go ahead and introduce yourself carter we got carter c-a-r-t-e-r oh okay okay miles m-i-l-e-s okay we have my brother in the building and we got my nephew in the building and today what we're going to be talking about his new career and transitioning so how you this is your room okay this your office in my room in my office space we're going to be talking about his transition so how did you transition from the medical field into the police field that's a very good question so I transitioned uh, following a dream of mine, something that I've always wanted to do, but I just felt like the maturity level and personally, I wasn't where I wanted to be, but God had other plans. So I stayed in the medical field because that's where I was comfortable and I became very complacent. So after a while and much decision and prayer, God led me to joining a local police department here in my municipality. And I've been very fortunate since I've started that position. And that's how I end up where I am today. So how is it different? You're still dealing with people. I know you run into crazy people all day long. Is it interesting? Yes, you got to stay on your toes. It's like, very, what? very interesting. So in a world where people hate the police and F-12 and all that type of mentality, I'm always, I've always been a person where I like to help the community or help people that aren't able to help themselves. So being a police officer has put me in a position to where I still have that ability to help people who aren't able to solve their own problems or help people who aren't able to um, do simple things as far as um, they need a ride and they don't know who to call or they're fighting with someone but they feel like it's not safe to talk to them or someone is threatening them and they feel like they have nowhere to turn or anyone to call so something that I've learned since doing this job is people call on the police or their local law enforcement whether they like the police or not but they call on them and they're most and they're most Um, the word I'm looking for but in their most time of need if that makes sense because any other time you're not thinking about police you're not thinking about paramedics you're not thinking about the fire department but when you really need someone you just heard gunshots or someone's trying to break into your home or somebody's threatening you you're not going to call your big sister you're not going to call your mom you're not going to call your dad you're going to call your local police and let them sort it out for you Yeah, so you said something very interesting. In a world where people hate the police, I mean, I say 75% of the people are bandwagons. They only saying they hate the police, but the first person they call when they're in trouble or in need is the police. Like, on a day-to-day basis, with that going into work every day, like, how do you get your mindset from being to, okay, these people hate the police, but I'm going to go to work and do my job and fulfill it to the most highest for this day, make sure everybody around me protected? That's a very good observation. So uh, something that I've made a practice even while working in healthcare, um, every morning or before every shift, whether it be day or night, I listen to gospel. It's very inspirational. And sometimes I'll I'll listen to gospel while shaving and showering. 
And then once I finish that transition, once I get in the car, I turn on a little Jeezy, little T.I., and I trap all the way to work. And, you so know, you got to get in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so they know, don't play with it. There you me, go. Okay? Yeah, Period. yeah. Run up, get done up, because I stay strapped. But in I, the midst of it all, you know. Yeah. So, Carter Grayson, how you feel about your uncles, both of your uncles being police officers? They, they do everything I want and save me all around. That is awesome. Do you know what you want to be when you grow up? Yes. What? A gymnastic. Um, okay. They don't know what that is yet. Tell us. I don't it, know what that is. Um, that? Tell us. Go ahead. Practicing sword stuff. Ooh, oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yes. You better. You better, black boy. Let's go. What's the annual salary for that and card? Protecting and protecting people that I, that I know. Yep, protecting people that you know. I like that. I like that. Good answer, Steve. Yeah, that was a very, very good answer. So, with that being said, let's jump into a little racial situation. With you being black. Oh, boy. Going into work. What does that mean for you? So, I, with I, me being black, <clears throat> going into work and dealing with the general public um a lot of people that look like us they feel that you're supposed to cut them a break if you're speeding down the street speed limit's 35 and you're just blatantly doing 60 or 70 how am i supposed to ignore that violation or if you drive down the street and anytime you're on a public roadway you're supposed to have lights on your vehicle and you don't have any working lights how am I supposed to ignore that violation? You have a job to do. I have a job to do. So you're trying to provide for your family and yourself. I'm trying to provide for my family and myself as well. So in a, in other words, that's like asking for a discount. Like black people love to ask for a discount. Shade. Or ask for like, I'm just saying like not get something for full price. But that's true. it's like crazy just because you're black doesn't, you're committing a crime or you you're making the area unsafe for other people so you have to be stopped so yeah you know what i'm saying nobody told you to speed nobody told you to carry a gun you don't have a license for it you know nobody told right. you to do that do this this or that you know what i'm saying so stop looking for free passes so, and i understand sometimes y'all don't want to do the paperwork so y'all do get free passes right 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 i was just about to elaborate on that <clears throat> so recently on the uh traffic stop i witnessed a traffic violation and i stopped the individual and i was he was giving me a hard time and he's in this jacked up pickup truck and I'm five, eight. I can't even see inside the vehicle and has dark tinted windows on it. So I'm trying to get the guy to cooperate and let me see inside the vehicle so I can make sure, you know, he has no weapons or trying to cause harm to me. Cause at the end of the day, I still would like to go home whether he likes the police or not. But, uh, I was only going to write him a ticket. And after his, uh, identification check came back, it was, uh, validated that he had a warrant that wasn't a warrant that I could ignore. So we had to pull him out of the car and, you know, transport him to jail. In the midst of that, asking him numerous of times to step out of the vehicle and to uh, just come out and talk to us, he decided to fight with us on that. And that turned into us um, grappling with the guy for a short period of time before um, we'd done other things for him to get into compliance or for us to gain compliance from him and 
after looking at the body cam footage of that and doing the uh, paperwork for it, I'm thinking to myself, none of this was necessary. Like a lot of this stuff that's escalated is is not even necessary. It's usually never necessary. And no. I think, I mean, it's don't get me wrong, it's some horrible cops out there. Right. But it's also some good cops out right. there. And I definitely think uh, social media is heightening the attitudes of people. Right. It's like you have your friends in front of you and you want to show out and that's what they do. They go straight to Facebook Live. Look at mm-hmm. this man putting me up. And that's that's what he was you know doing. Yeah, yeah. That's like, exactly what he was doing. Let's be adults about the things that we're doing, the choices that we're making. Mm-hmm. You know? So, like, I, I didn't know if he had any weapons in the vehicle. And the way that he kept retreating back into his vehicle, it made me think, okay, does he have a gun? Is he trying to cause harm? I was going to pull my service weapon out on him, but we did go hands-on with the guy to try to get, you know, to gain compliance from him so we could transport him to jail. But in his eyes, he didn't see it that way. He just saw two other black police officers harassing him and because he was black he felt like we should have looked the other way and let him go after all the trouble he had caused so if you go to a car lot and your car salesman is black are you going to ask him to give you that car for free you go if i can you gonna gonna let you drive (laughs) off with the car no so i don't i don't get why people be trying to get breaks right so what you're saying every anything as a police officer how do you keep that mental capacity you're seeing dead bodies you're seeing people being beat on uh brutality like every every single thing especially down where where you at so one thing that they trained us at the academy to do no two calls are the same and once you leave one call you have to leave it there you can't take it back with you once you leave that call you get in your car you left that call at that certain address or that location and you move on to the next call because just because you just dealt with somebody that calls the police every single day doesn't mean the next call that person calls police every single day this may be their first interaction with police and if you're still frustrated with the person that calls police every single day and you take it all on the person that calls police for the first time they're not going to trust you anymore and they're not going to want to deal with the police and then boom automatically they're on the bandwagon of what's going on on social media and what's going on around the nation right so when you go home every single day do you feel like a hero I wouldn't say that I feel like a hero, but I would say that my position is very rewarding. I pray before I go to work and I pray at the end of my shift. I pray that I'm able to make it home. And once I do make it home, I thank Father God for allowing me to make it home and allow me to help make a difference in somebody else's life. Yep. That's that's very, very nice. Yeah. So my last and final question, because I know you're very busy. Sure, sure. Right. Um, <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing as a black man to help build our culture and our society while you're out there? So right now, something that I'm doing is I'm just communicating. I'm making my presence known. I'm out there. I'm talking to the neighbors. I'm talking to the community leaders. I'm talking to the community criminals i'm just making my presence known like hey you know you had a warrant well maybe you want to you know get that taken care of how are the children doing how are your kids doing i think i went to school with your sister i used to work with your mom i saw your dad the other day at the store like i'm trying to build that community relationship 
just because I wear a badge and I wear a uniform that's hated by most doesn't mean that people actually hate me as a person. They just hate the uniform that I wear. And that's something that I had to realize not to take it personal, but it just comes with the territory. And you don't have to do that. That's right. You do that anyway. Right. Well, there you have it, guys. Um, we have Miles with us and we have Carter Grayson. We just going to... Oh, I'm so sorry. We have Carter with us. We just got to <laughs> close out. Go ahead. You want to say bye to him, Grayson? Carter? Sorry. Want, go ahead. Speak into the mic. So, so, Tell them to have a good out. night. So, so my papa works as a soldier. Yeah. Yeah, your papa is a soldier. And all, and all of us be the same. Yes, yep. that's right. The men protect the women, right? We always know we all know everyone. Bye. Yep, bye. Awesome closing remarks. I'm leaving this house anyway. <laughs> okay, Stop it. it's time to go now. <laughs> hey, I'm signing out. It's your girl, Yoda Duck. Be still, live in gratitude, and carpe diem today. It's going to be a great day. I'll see you guys next time. Be safe. Bye.